Welcome to Conversations with Kev. Hello, I am author Kevin Lovegreen, and I'm excited to be here today. We are doing our first podcast, and we're going to call it Conversations with Kev. And there's no better time to start this than with all this crazy COVID-19 stuff going on. And most of us are stuck at home, so we figured let's get this thing going so we can have a little conversation and get out there and hopefully be able to talk to some people also. So I'm here today with Chaney, the extraordinary entrepreneur and uh, podcast superstar. So she's going to help me uh, get through this first podcast or even maybe the next four or five. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Chaney, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Um, it's a nice sunny day, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here helping you out with this podcast. Awesome. So we're going to just wing this to let you guys know, and we're going to let this evolve as we get going forward. But we thought probably the best way to start, right, Chaney, would be just to tell people how the heck I got started writing books. Yeah, yeah. You should tell the listeners a little bit about your background, a little bit about uh, where you grew up and uh, family life and how you got started on this crazy journey. All right. Well, that sounds good. So really, at the end of the day, I'm a Bloomington, Minnesota guy. That's where I uh, grew up. And I did not move too far from there. I'm actually now living for the last 20 years in Egan, Minnesota. And when I go into schools, I ask the kids if they ever have heard of the Mall of America, and most everybody has. So I tell them that I live within 15 minutes of the Mall of America, and that gives you a pretty good idea where I come from. Uh, my background, though, we, excitingly, that I had both sets of grandparents had uh, cabins in northern Minnesota. So when I grew up as a kid, we were constantly going up to the lake, and we were out fishing, we were building forts, we were doing everything outdoors. My dad was a big outdoors guy. My uh, grandpas were, my uncles were, my brother is. So we, uh, we were always doing something outside. And little did I know that that was gonna inspire me to get involved in the outdoors basically my whole life. And that transformed into many hunting and fishing adventures. And lo and behold, that ended up turning into those adventures, turned into books. So, I suppose I should tell you how that got started, maybe, right? That's another yeah. good one. Yeah. All right. So the other one, I go into schools, I'd like to explain to the kids a little bit about this also. But nine years ago, so before that, okay, I ran a family business with my brother and brother-in-law. And it was a metal fabrication business where we built things out of steel, conveyor systems and bridge cranes, things that most people don't care too much about <laughs> unless you're inside a uh, plant and trying to run things. Well, after 19 years, my brother came to me, who's a year and a half older than me, and said, you know what, we've been doing this a long time, but how about I buy you out and I run the company and you go do something else? Well, the decision wasn't super easy, but once I came to that decision, it was time to move on. And before you know it, I was out of a job and I needed something to do. So I went to hire a life coach. And it was very interesting one day when I was interviewing a life coach, she asked me, what do I have her do that's different than anybody else. And I challenge anybody to ask you, yourself that question. Well, for me that day, the only thing I could come up with was my crazy journal that I started when I was nine years old. I'm sorry, when I was 12 years old. Wow. She asked me what, what that meant. And I said, well, when I was 12 years old, I wanted my first white-tailed deer hunt. I came back from the weekend and it was such a cool weekend that I didn't want to forget what happened. So I grabbed this journal that my mom had given me and I started writing down what happened over the weekend. Now, I went back up the second week in a deer camp, 
I had a lot of exciting things happen that weekend. So I went home and I wrote it in again. Well, I kept that journal till I was about 30 years old. So that life coach that day looked at me and said, I have no idea what it means, but you better go figure it out because nobody else has one of those journals. Yeah. So I left that day totally confused what to do, but I happened to tell a friend of mine about it and she said, oh, you need to meet my mom. And I said, how come? She said, well, my mom writes children's books. And I said, what does that have to do with me? I, I ran a metal <laughs> fabrication shop. Yeah. And she said, well, you might want to write uh, stories about your adventures. I said, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. So I went and met her mom because at that point I was kind of open to anything. And I met Alice that day. And Alice gave me about 30 minutes on her lunch break. And in that 30 minutes, it was life changing for me. Alice, is her excitement and her energy showing me her books that she had written and illustrated, which I didn't, do not do, but she did. By the time we were done in 30 minutes, she looked at me square in the eye and said, is there any reason why you shouldn't go write one book and try this? And you guys, she knew I didn't have a job, so I couldn't say no. So I said, <laughs> sure, Alice, I'll go give it a try. And I walked out that meeting that day, called my wife up, said, honey, I'm going to write a children's book. <laughs> and it was silence on the other line. She laughed at me because she had no idea, neither did I, that I was going to try to do this. But I went home and I got so excited, grabbed my journal, and of course I decided, why wouldn't I write about my first whitetail deer hunt? The first journal entry in my journal. And before you know it, it didn't take me about three, four weeks, and I had the swamp written. And now I laugh when I say written. Most kids know this when I go into the schools, that there's a whole bunch of editing that needs to get done. But I wrote about 50, 60 pages, sent it off to Alice and said, hey, look what I did. And Alice was very surprised and said, well, you must have had this pre-written or something because it took her a year to write her first book. I said, no, Alice, it's all based on true stories, so it was pretty easy for me. Well, that's how the adventure started. Once I did the swamp, I couldn't stop, and now we're working on book number 12 right now. And uh, actually, book number 13 came out also, but that's a whole different twist we'll talk about. But anyway, that's how the journey got started, and I thank Alice to this day that it was a, a crazy adventure that I never saw coming. But I'll tell you what, I would never change anything because, boy, it's been a lot of fun. Well, that's uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> so uh, you, most of your books are based on true stories, right? All, yeah. Are all of them based on true stories? They are all based on true stories. Now, I throw twists in them. I tell the kids they're <laughs> fiction, so they are made up because I definitely throw some twists in them because I want them to be you know, entertaining enough. Right. But what I found out is that when I went out on my hunting and fishing adventures, usually a lot of crazy things happen to me that people shake their heads at and say, how did that happen? Like what? Oh, my goodness. Give like, us an example. Well, like the muddy elk. I mean, who else goes out elk hunting and has an elk walk within two feet of you, standing there sniffing at you, trying to figure out what you are? Yeah. And after that adventure happened, and I'm not telling you what happened at the end of it, because that's the end of muddy elk, but I, I shake my head going, who else gets that to happen? It's things like, uh, oh, I don't know, crawling on your hands and knees on, in monster mule deer, trying to go and get as close as you can to a giant mule deer buck that's laying down. And after two hours of laying there, getting cramped up, the deer finally stand up, my guide's with me. We start laughing because we're so cramped we can't move. And then I miss. It's like, you know, little <laughs> things like that happen that made for very fun stories. Not to mention things like Fish On, which happens to be one of the most popular books. But how can it be the 12-year-old kid can be out fishing, get his lure stole by a northern pike, and then spend a couple hours sneaking around the lake trying to catch that northern pike, and then finally catches it? 
with his net? I mean, come on, how does that happen? Yeah. Well, I think it all happened just so I could write these stories. So kind of fun. Yeah, pretty cool. Now, the other thing I got to tell you, though, is that very exciting that I'd like to explain to the kids that I'm Lucky Luke in most of the books, but the real Lucky Luke, who is my son, who's 20 years old now, he got to be the real Lucky Luke in Turkey Tales and Winter Winter Turkey Dinner. Because when I took him out on a, when he was 10 years old on his first turkey hunt, we had a magical experience and a giant turkey cooperated just right. And we had a real fun adventure, but Lucky Luke got his first turkey. And that was really, really exciting for me to write about because it was finally Lucky Luke in his own story. Yeah. So that's kind of how the twist goes, but all based on true stories. And you have your other uh, daughter, Crystal, in a story, right? I sure do. So Crystal's the, she's the hero in a number of the books. She gave me a hard time once in a while about not being in the books (laughs) until we realized that I wrote her in a number of the books. So Crystal's now 22 years old. She loves deer hunting. We hunt together. We've been doing that for years. And the cool part is that Crystal ends up being the hero of the swamp, my original book. And uh, we can't tell you the ending, but she is the hero. (laughs) And then she ends up being the hero in, uh, what is it now, uh, I forget some of these titles because there's so many of them now, but Moose Mania in Alaska, she comes around and in, in, along on that adventure. And again, she really wasn't there, but we got it was fun for me to add her to the story. And we based it all on the true stories, but she ends up being the hero in that story also. And I'm trying to think of what else. She's, a, she's definitely a part of several of the stories. Yes, Crystal is. And we might even write our own book one of these days about Crystal's adventures. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yes. Well, and I would never be in a story because I am not a hunter or a fisher. <laughs> but kids who don't hunt and fish, kids who just love the outdoors and love a good story, still really enjoy these books, right? Yes, it's been really fun. Especially, again, the girls, when they find out that Crystal's a hero of some of these they tend to really enjoy reading them just because they are about outdoor adventures. And I kind of, and as all this is a fluke, you guys, I wrote this book, I wrote them all as they happened, but somehow I really enjoy writing the first adventures that Luke had, or me, but it's Luke in the book. And so I loved explaining the different aspects of the hunt and why you're doing certain things and how do you call that turkey in and how do you, get, you know, be, be Uh, not move so the deer doesn't see you all the things I try to explain I find out the girls especially get a real kick out of learning the different adventures and not to mention I got three fishing books what aren't about they're definitely not about hunting and the girls really enjoy those too because most girls believe it or not do enjoy fishing so that's been fun yeah that sounds fun sounds like some uh, good books for kids and that's your mission is just getting books into kids hands yeah, when we started this, well, when I started this thing, I, I wrote The Swamp. Uh, my kids were young, and the, their teachers heard that I wrote a book, so they said, come on in and read it to the kids. So I'd go in and I'd read The Swamp to the kids, and it got really boring for me. Now, the kids enjoyed it, but I thought, man, there's got to be more to this. So not only did I keep writing the books because it was fun, but then I started evolving my presentations at schools, and I realized that was way more exciting to me to interact with the kids in a fun way. When I go into schools, I not only fire the kids up to read by explaining them things like the muddy elk, and I get them right to the point where that elk is looking at me from two feet away, and then I don't tell them the ending, and they get very (laughs) mad at me. But I also bring in all my game calls, and I love doing elk calls and turkey calls and deer calls, and I let the kids guess what kind of animal it is and whether it's a boy or girl. But then the exciting thing is I show them live video of the animals, and I'm telling you, that has been a highlight. The kids just love that, and so do teachers because... 
you usually end up learning a little bit of something because not everybody knows what an animal sounds like, believe it or not. And to see it doing it live in the woods is pretty cool. So yeah. that's been fun how it evolved. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any other new books coming out that you're excited to share with everybody? Because you're always writing. You're always journaling. <laughs> I am. I, I keep up a journal a little bit about the hunting and fishing stuff. But yes, so my the book I've got currently at the editor is called, well, we're, we believe we're going to call it Thunder Meadows right now. Kids really wanted another Lucky Luke book. So I've worked hard at this one. This is a pretty cool story about Lucky Luke and Dad and Uncle Vern and Cousin Dylan. We go up and they, we buy our first hunting land. And this all really did happen nine years ago. So I, I kind of write the whole story about Lucky Luke and, and Dylan checking out the new property. We teach the kids on how to plant some food plots. We put in some clover in the, the whole steps it takes to do that, which has been very fun for me to write about. But then we go out there and we're looking for deer antlers, uh, different sheds that are on the ground. We try to find different runways so we can put up some deer stands. It's a really fun adventure, not to mention the <laughs> Lucky Luke and uh, Dylan build a fort and they have a little encounter with an animal in the woods and that's that was kind of fun to write about. So it's uh, it's going to be a really fun book. We're, uh, I've not heard back from the editor yet, so it's probably about a month to two out, but it's going to be coming around the corner. Good. And I'm excited for that one to get done and so are the kids because I'm getting a lot of emails from kids wanting another book. Yeah, I bet. That's exciting. I've been to Thunder Meadows twice once or twice and again not a hunter but it is it's a really fun time especially just hanging out with everybody i shot my first gun at thunder meadows it yeah. was terrifying <laughs> but uh it was fun it was good hanging out in the deer stands and i think you even hit the target <laughs> no there's no way i hit that target <laughs> but uh tom dog helped me out so perfect cousin tom yep. always good for for helping out and then I suppose, so the other twist, you asked about new books. Mm -hmm. So I have been on a different journey where we just, it's coming out literally tomorrow, I believe the shipment's coming in and we're gonna get all the books back in stock right now. We're out of about five of the books because things have been going pretty crazy. But I'm excited to say that my new book based on a faith-based adventure, it's called Grandma Introduced Me to My Friend Jesus. And that I'm really excited about. I had a crazy adventure where, oh, for the last five, six years, I've been been involved in Bible studies and, and learning a little bit more about my faith. And I don't know how this adventure goes, but I believe things happen for a reason. And by goodness, one day I was brushing my teeth and I had a little encounter with God, believe it or not, where he downloaded a book into my head. And literally in minutes, I sat there going, what is going on? And this whole book played out in my head, and it was kind of based on my past life and how I treated kids growing up in middle school. And then it moved into a whole different adventure. I ended up at my cabin in northern Minnesota, and my grandparents were up there. Bottom line is, that book got downloaded into me, and I wrote that thing in about a month. And it's done, and it's coming back, and it's going to be really fun. It's, uh, it's going to be a book. Uh, geared towards middle-aged kids, so I'm going to say sixth grade to ninth grade, and basically it's just a fun adventure about Kevin, not Lucky Luke this time, but it's about yeah. Kevin being kind of a spitfire in middle school and not always treating people right and spending some time at the cabin with Grandma, and she in her magical way kind of uh, guides Kevin into realizing that, man, there's some better ways to treat, especially his sister Linda, 
and maybe the animals around there and different things. And before you know it, by the end of the summer, grandma's introduced me to Jesus and how cool Jesus is and having him on your side. And I'm excited for that book that's coming out. And believe it or not, we've had an awful lot of people asking about it because we're just starting to show some social media stuff. So I'm excited and I'm hoping to be able to get into some more um, schools and, and talk to the kids about faith. And I think it's really important, especially even now, this whole COVID stuff that it's pretty cool to know that if you've got deep faith, this is all going to work out. Mm -hmm. And I really would like to explain that to kids more and hope that they can find their faith and realize that uh, life can be pretty cool if you let Jesus and God guide you. So yeah. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so where can everybody find your books? Well, KevinLoveGreen.com is definitely the best place to do it. We definitely do sell some on Amazon, but the uh, Amazon has not been accepting any shipments for about the last three, four weeks. So I don't think we have any books available on Amazon right now. So KevinLoveGreen.com is definitely the best place to go. And uh, yeah, there's all kinds of fun things to see on the website also. And you can learn about school presentations and you can send me messages and it's the, uh, the website is pretty interactive and, and great. Great. Do you have any plans for the future as of right now for anything new coming out, anything new on the website? Well, my superstar marketing gal, Kelly, has been really pushing me hard to just write a bunch of books Why I'm stuck here at home being quarantined like everybody else is. Yep. So not only do I got the Thunder Meadows book going, I'm definitely excited that I think I'm going to start. My next book is going to be about duck hunting. So I got a great duck hunting adventure ready to roll because we did a lot of duck hunting when I was a kid. And the next one is going to be about grouse hunting. I got pheasant hunting. And kids have been begging me for an ice fishing book. <laughs> and I've only done a little ice fishing in my life. I've still never caught a walleye through the ice. But, again, what we did when we were kids, we used to snowmobile a lot. And so I, I, at first I told the kids I don't have much experience. But then I realized we would load up our little sled, pull it behind the snowmobiles, and we'd go to these little remote lakes up at our cabin. And we'd build big bonfires. My dad would drill some holes. I don't remember catching too many fish, but we had a blast cooking yeah. hot dogs and making s'mores. So that book will get written also. So I've got a whole bunch of books that need to get written. So it's going to happen. I just got to uh, make myself sit down and start writing. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And like you just said, you don't remember doing a lot of fishing, but just being out there was fun. I think that's so true. Even if you don't hunt or fish, just being out with family and friends and hanging out and having a good time is always fun. And the thing we have to look forward to is being out on the lake this summer. Yes. It's getting warmer, everybody. It's getting it's warmer. It's supposed to be and... hopefully getting warmer. If it snows again, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so No, it's going to get warmer and this, this COVID thing is going to get behind us and we can all get outside, and even if this, uh, yeah, if it, we don't get back to the normal too quickly, we hope everybody can at least get outside, do your social distancing, but enjoy the outdoors, go on some walks, and eventually, yes, we hope to get on those lakes and start fishing, and not to mention, turkey hunting is coming up this weekend. Woohoo! So I hope that we can get some, uh, I hope I'm going to get out and do some turkey hunting now again. I hope by next week we're not going to be totally isolated and I can get up to our hunting property. So we'll see how that goes. But it uh, let's hope things are going to change in the next couple of weeks so we can get outside. Yeah, that'll be exciting. And you have a turkey hunting book, right? I do. Winter, winter, turkey dinner and turkey tales. So if you're looking for any inspiration or can't get out turkey hunting, you should check out that book. 
very but, exciting. So that is that's a that's a fun adventure again about Lucky Luke's real hunting adventure and yeah we had fun that day it was a it was a great adventure. Great. So uh, yeah, next podcast episode hopefully we'll be talking a little bit about turkey hunting and uh, some more to come from Kevin. As of right now, you can follow him on his social media, Instagram and Facebook, and visit kevinlovegreen.com to buy books and check some stuff out, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Nope. It's fun. Definitely having fun following uh, the different posts and uh, tre- trying to keep people updated on the next books that are coming out. So I would uh, encourage anybody to follow the social media stuff and uh, anything you can do to reach out. We love hearing from you. Yeah. And read get outside and read it'll be exciting when it starts warming up it's my favorite thing to do is sit outside and read absolutely well this has been a lot of fun podcast number one i'm looking forward to uh getting things rolling and we'll kind of have this thing evolve and see where it takes us and maybe we'll get some interviews with different people out there but uh yeah it's been fun hope you learned a little bit about my adventure and i've been having a lot of fun getting these books into kids' hands, and the response has been a blast, and it's just been humbling and exciting, and I can't wait to keep on writing and keep on meeting kids. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.